Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passion, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. Well, this is a leadership first. I am recording from my stateroom aboard the Disney Dream. I know, how crazy is this? And how cool is this? And how blessed do I feel right now to be here? So I do have my, my veranda room, again, blessed. Uh, cracked a little bit, so you might hear a little bit of the ocean water in the background. There's a little bit of a breeze. It's in the early 70s. It's just a gorgeous day, and this is our first day at sea. We're um, on the transatlantic cruise eastbound from Miami to Barcelona, and very excited. Been to Barcelona before, but a lot of the stops along the way, including Portugal and the Azores, I've not been to before. So my dear friend, Shell Curry, who was my last podcast and interview guest, uh, she gave me a friendly challenge to podcast from the high seas. So this is what I'm going to do, and we'll see. Maybe it'll be one of many. Maybe it'll be the only one. I don't know. Um, the reason I love to take cruises is honestly just to be disconnected, not worry about things. I love the sound of the ocean. I love the feeling of the waves. I actually don't sleep. This is the best I sleep is when I'm you know, being rocked, kind of lulling back and forth on a ship. It's kind of ironic. Um, I, we've done a lot of these cruises, you know, we've been on other cruise lines too, and I promise I'm not just drinking the Kool-Aid and, and hawking, hawking my company here, but really Disney does the best, and they are just over the top, and this crew, no different, just incredible. Um, it's funny, like, I have friends and family who don't like cruising, and, they, and I always ask them, like, one, have you ever tried it? A lot of them say no, it freaks them out to be in the middle of the ocean, or... It, you know, I just think I get really bored because if you're just sitting there all the time, it's like, how do you get bored? They have so many activities. You can do as little as you want or as much as you want. That's the beauty of cruising. And for me, I do less activities, actually. I'll do a few here and there, but I just like to go sit at the coffee shop and just read, read a book or listen to music or write or journal. And, and it's just such a great time to have downtime. And I did ask a friend of mine recently, and they're like, I just can't sit still. It's like, you know what, no one has a worse attention span than I do, but maybe you should, like, think about that. Like, if you can't sit still and you're afraid to be, like, tied down in one place, maybe that's exactly what you do need. Maybe you do need to just stop and kind of force yourself to pause and not, not go, 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 because that's our lives, right? We just go, go, go all the time. I get it. Me too. And sometimes it's, it's really imperative in good self-care if we just pause and be quiet and listen to the sounds of the waves and the ocean. And don't think about what do I have to do next in the next hour and the next day in my to-do list. And just dial down. And that's where meditation and prayer and are so powerful, journaling, quiet exercises. And man, they are hard, but self-reflection is so key and so critical to our growth. Without these moments in time and, and without these purposeful like types of vacations 
I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're going to go see Portugal and Spain. Yeah, and I love to love, love to travel. I love to try all the local food. I love to meet new people, 100%. But what I really, really too love, not but, and, yes, and, what I love about these long cruises, like the long cruises are my favorite. We've done a westbound transatlantic before. We've done Panama Canal twice. They're both two-week cruises. Are the sea dates. Because it really does force me, somebody who has trouble staying seated, being still, not like go, 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 it forces me into a really great state of calm and reflection and just relaxation. And and I forget how it feels, and I haven't cruised since pre-COVID, which we used to try to do one a year if we could, and um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to be here, and to people who just really don't want you know, who get worried about that, worried about being in the middle of the ocean, worried about not, you know, not enough to do and all that. It's like, what are you afraid of? What are you trying to control? Like, I know it's out of your control when you're in the middle of open water, right? It's kind of like flying. You know, I, I know a lot of people who have a fear of flying, but they're perfectly fine getting on the four freeway in Florida or the, or the five freeway in California and sitting with all those crazy drivers. You're more likely to get killed in a car accident than you are in a plane overhead. But I think a lot of it has to do with the control factor. I'm not in control of this, but it's like really, well, what are we in control of really? And there is so much that's out of our control. And the thing is, is if you don't relinquish some of that control, then you'll never get to fly off to far off awesome places. You'll never get to be in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific Ocean and the seas and see no land forever, which feels so awesome and all at the same time makes me feel small but in a good way like that wow this is such a vast planet that we live on and God's creation could not be more gorgeous and beautiful and we didn't we don't even know a third of what's out there this is just wild right the, the explorer in me kind of comes out and wants to just wonder you know and just sit back and think about what's what could be and what what should be frankly you know I I think honestly, it's what we all need to be. You know, for me, the ocean is a happy place and it maybe always has been. And I've been very blessed to have never lived too far from an ocean. I grew up right by the ocean. Boy, did I take that for granted. <laughs> Living in Point Loma in San Diego, the first 19 years of my life or 18 and a half years of my life. Um, and, but never too far from an ocean. Still in Florida, we're right in the middle. So we're about an hour, hour and a half, you know, to beach days on both sides. and. For me, I love that because at least I could go drive and just stare at the water. And being out here right now, I'm looking out my veranda and I'm just staring at the open Atlantic Sea and it's just, it's breathtaking. And I, you know, for some people it creates anxiety, like, oh no, what if I fall overboard? It's like, okay, what are the odds of that? People who fall overboard must be drunk or stupid. I don't know. I don't know how you, how you do that. But what if, okay, well then stop watching the Titanic, all right? And stop living in fear. And just look out there and, and hopefully you know how to swim. And if you don't, you probably should learn. It's good to know. But for me, like just my creativity comes from the ocean. My change in perspective comes from the ocean. And I think for every one of us, maybe the ocean is not your jam. Maybe it's the mountains. Maybe it's open fields. I think nature is powerful. And I believe that that's God created nature for that is to give us that sense of peace and, and, and our smallness and a bigger creation. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And a change in location gives you changes in perspective and it helps 
mix up chemically in your brains. And I know I'm not using all the right sciencey words, right? But it's true. Um, look it up. I can't Google because I'm in the I'm in the middle of the ocean right now. But you can look it up about the fact that it changes in location and can mix things up for you creatively. Can help get those creative juices flowing and and get it triggered in your mind. Just like for me, if I go and work in a coffee shop. At just as a change of scenery, change of pace, for some reason, like, I'm better at, like, I can write better, I can think better, and I like a little bit of stimulation around me. Some people need absolute quiet, but me and the ocean right now, this is perfect. Me, the ocean, and you, and talking to all of you, it doesn't get any better than this for me. I'm not, and I promise, I'm not here to sell you on a cruise. I'm really, really am here, though, to sell you on doing something for you that gives you the same feeling that a cruise gives me. Being by the ocean gives me or in the ocean gives me and you don't have to spend a lot of money on it That's the other thing. I think people think travel has to be so expensive or travel is so Difficult to do or carve out time to do and and again, it might not even be travel You might live in California an hour or two hours from the beach or from the mountains You might live in Florida an hour or two hours away from an ocean or could just be going to the park in your town or maybe you are in just, you know, there's trees in a park like 20 feet from your house that you just never went and sat in there and just kind of changed up your scenery and changed up your location. I just, I just encourage you, we prioritize, we do what we prioritize to do. And, you know, somebody was telling me recently, you know, somebody came to her on her team and was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I don't have money. I don't have money to do this. I never have this or whatever with, and they're holding like a $7 Starbucks in their hands. And I'm not, I'm not guilting anybody because y'all know how much I love coffee. And yes, I have my own coffee habit. But if, if it was between a, a daily habit of Starbucks and saving to go on a trip, well, that's a no-brainer in my opinion. I would figure out a way to drink some cheaper, albeit still good coffee. Um, and honestly, Starbucks, their mixed drinks, you know, their espresso drinks and stuff are pretty good. It's not my favorite grind of coffee. So I could definitely find other things that, you know, are better. But anyway, I digress. You know, the, the point is, is you prioritize what matters most to you. So consider that. Consider what would it take even just to find a day, like a little mini day trip or a few hours or an afternoon going to some place that's going to give you that, that awe feeling, the feeling that the ocean gives to me. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about what, what uh, got me thinking about like maybe I should talk about a, a podcast etc was I was actually up on the 11th deck yesterday before we we set sail and I have a t-shirt that says sunshine and coffee and I was like oh what a perfect cr crew shirt for me because I love the coffee shop on board because duh leader sips you all know how much I, I love a good coffee but I also love the vibe of coffee shops in general and of course, big fan of sunshine. I do live in the sunshine state after all, and I'm not as much of a fan of the cold, cold weather stuff. So I was thinking about, oh, I love cruises. I love coffee. I love cats. And I work in communications. I think this podcast is now brought to you by the letter C, as they would say on Sesame Street. And what's interesting is it really got me digging even a little deeper on it and thinking, huh, on my LinkedIn profile, I have like connector, communicator, coach. It's like, what's with me and the letter C? And I'm a big fan also of alliteration, so it's kind of fun. So I started kind of playing with this, like, okay, what are some other C words that I really like? Ooh, I do love anything that's caught from the ocean. Big fan of seafood. 
I would say cod. Cod, I heard, is good in Portugal, so I'm very excited about trying cod cakes and cod there. Not not the best fish, not my favorite fish. I think I'd have to go more with, like, salmon and tuna. But and, but I do love me some caviar, so that's another C word. Um, it's <laughs> just, anyway, having fun. And truly, I do feel so blessed, and I, I do try to practice daily gratitude. And I'm so grateful right now from the view I have, from the people I'm with, to where I can be. So my cup truly runneth over. Creativity. It's another good C word I like. And believe it or not, I actually like change. And that starts with a C too. But it doesn't mean that I don't go through the same change cycle as everybody else. It doesn't mean that I don't have the same, oh my gosh, what ifs. Oh, this is like, whew, my stomach is a little anxious. You know, there's constant change in the world around all of us today, no matter what we're going through. However, what I like about change is that it does bring new opportunities. I do believe that endings are new beginnings and you cannot grow without change. If, and that might be changing a job. It might be changing a life or relationship type of situation. It might be changing where you live and it might be more often than not changing ourselves and just growing and learning. And when we know better, we do better, right? So more C words, lots of C words. Um, let's get into some sips though, before we get too long here on the ocean. First sip, what is something that scares you, that worries you, that maybe is a little fearful, maybe a little scared sighted, a little scared and excited, but you, you kind of want to do it, but you're just not sure. What is something? Write it down, brainstorm, think about it. And maybe, maybe think about actually just going for it. What do you have to lose? We talk about what if so much is such a negative thing when the reality is the what ifs can be what if it works? What if, it, you know, instead of what if it goes wrong? What if it goes south? What if it's the wrong choice? It's like, oh, but what if it's the right choice? What if it is bigger and better than you ever could imagine? And what if maybe it doesn't work out the way you expected? Don't you still learn from that, grow from that, put more tools in your toolbox from it? And you can always make a new choice on the other side of whatever that is. But just give it a shot. Do something that scares you a little bit, that steps you out of your comfort zone a bit. I promise you won't regret it. And if you do, then you probably had the wrong perspective about it going into it. All right, second sip. What is one thing today that you can do to clear your head to care for you, to put your oxygen mask on, to change your perspective, to give you a little boost of some mental clarity and creativity. Ooh, clarity, another C word. I gotta keep track of these. It could be it could be so many different things and it's probably different for everybody, but it's so, so, so important to carve out some time. And don't overthink it. Carve out, another C word, carve out 15 minutes, 15 minutes of your day and just do something that's going to do that for you. All right, last sip. All right, I'm having a little fun with the letter C. So what are some words that describe you? Just write down words that, that, that describe you, that get you excited, that feel good to you, that feel like you, and just brainstorm. Just start to write a whole list. Make it your you know elementary school spelling list, if you will. 
I don't know. You might have what you might have a little bit of self-discovery like I did. And it's like, wow, look at the letter C pops up quite a bit on all these really key words that I kind of own and feel own ownership over and feel like it describes me and my passions. And if you feel good about that, maybe that alliteration can be a little fun for you and fun in your day and also give you a little bit more clarity and a little bit more understanding of you. I don't think we spend enough time in our days thinking about ourselves. I know that sounds strange because I think a lot of Gen Xers my age or older are like, oh, the younger generation is so selfish and so self-centered. It's like, actually, I think if they were more self-centered, and I mean that from a mental health, emotional intelligence kind of place, social skills, all the things, that they actually wouldn't be as what we perceive to be as selfish. I think, unfortunately, that perception is more about there's a lot of lost people and lost and not sure of who they are and how they want to portray themselves in the world. There's a lot of confusion and there's a lot of chaos and those are not so happy C words. And another ah, C word of control, which can be good and bad. We can control ourselves and we can control the words and the thoughts and the feelings and everything that comes in our minds and heads and hearts cannot control other people and a lot of the most of the world around us so it could be a good bad kind of thing but it's so 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 important that we do have a better grasp on who we are what we're about our purpose our value and i think that some of these word brainstorms can help you get to that in a fun way and they can permanently be a part of your heart map and your vision and your mission and what you want to do and who you want to be in life all right Thanks for hanging on the high seas with me. I may do this again tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. Today's podcast was brought to you by Leaderships aboard the Disney Dream on the C, S-E-A, but also sounds like the letter C. All right, I know. I promise I'm not drinking. I'm just caffeinated. (laughs) All right, everybody. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.